passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Trust me, I think I need one. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped's products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using Bubba as your promo code for 20% off and free shipping. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit is waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all the hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Don't forget about the beard shampoo and conditioner. You need to remember that your beard hair is different. It's more coarse. It's easier to damage than the hair on your head. Cap the kit off with some beard balm. The Pro Beard Kit comes with three free gifts plus a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. Again, get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use promo code Bubba. Manscaped Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Uh, Welcome, and we appreciate you seeking us out. This is, uh, you got to be hardcore Bubba Army to be able to peel back this onion six, seven layers deep. This is a very exclusive broadcast, a podcast, if you will, hosted by Lummy. Hello. And, and a freshly uh, trimmed and dyed beard Lummy. And then me, Bubba the Love Sponge. Usually I only, only do about one exclusive podcast a week. But this week I'm doing, I did yesterday's, I'm doing today's, I'm doing one tomorrow with Anna, then I'm doing um, I'm Right, You're Wrong, We're Screwed with Brent and Babyface. That'll be both on Facebook and YouTube and podcast. So we're really trying to pull the podcast nose up for January because we had a huge, I mean, yeah, we had a huge we had a huge December. Even though we took some time off, the time that we took off regular radio, we kind of did extra podcasts, which really inflated our podcasts. Now, Lummy, I'm like, well, fuck. We nailed it for December. We can't have a down month for January, so full podcast ahead, bitch. Let's go. Think you'll you'll hear you'll hear stuff here that I can't talk about anywhere else. I think I think that if you are familiar with our podcast and not just our repurposing of some of the other stuff, but some of our exclusive podcast that you uh, know that we run a little bit looser over here. Yeah. And so the last time that Lummy and I did a podcast, uh, it was um, 
uh, a question and answer deal, some of which were tough, where Lummy, I guess, through your collection of knowing the show, uh, the Bubba, you being the spokesperson for chat, you, yeah. being, you being the most you being the most popular. No, uh, as you, uh, you, 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 emails. You, a lot of people have emailed me uh, wanting to know a bunch of things. I probably have over, I'd say over 100 questions from different people that uh, I've kind of had to cycle through. And the last time that we did this podcast, we stopped it on the question of, do you know how many times Hogan slept with your wife? And I haven't, I haven't sought legal advice about this, but I probably should before I just answer it. But um, I, I, I think you can probably tell from my uncomfortableness that um, what the answer is. So I'm going to say it's obviously over one. Well, I mean, there are two known, you know, there are two known instances of them getting together on tape. Correct. And that's, you know, that's all the public knows. So. Well, you take the over, you know, you, get, you can take the over too. No, you can take, or you know what? You can take the even money or the over. There is no under because we know of at least two. Yep. Or you can, you know, form your own opinion based on my reaction and say there might have been an over <laughs> that maybe I didn't know about. Oh. That's 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 a twist. You know, I didn't I didn't know about some of some stuff. I, just, <clears throat> I think I'm just going to leave it at that. I didn't know about some stuff. That came out, you know, later via via uh, de- depositions and testimony. When people are when people are sworn to tell the truth or face, you know, possible impeachment or, or no, what is that? No, it's not impeachment. It's um, imprisonment. No, it's oh. um, fuck. It's um, what is it called? Wrong uh, guy. Fuck. I usually we have a bunch of smart people. I know you got me a new in here. <clears throat> face um. Not impeachment, but you face. Um, fuck, I know what it is. Um, when you when you lie, to uh, unto, sworn, you're not impeached. Uh, let me ask Alexa. Um, I was gonna. I'm. I'm big. Hey Alexa. Perjury. What's what's it called? Yeah, perjury. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Face perjury. You've perjured yourself. Yes. When you found that out, though, what was your reaction? Were you mad or sad? I'm not going to answer that question as oh. to what I found out. Okay. You know. I understand. But I mean, a natural reaction would to be mad, wouldn't yes. it be, if something oh. like that had happened? I I would only imagine if that if you if your wife had slept with somebody more often than you thought. <laughs> I mean, I don't think the natural reaction is to be zippity fucking doodah. Now, is it? <clears throat> I, I I would hope not. All right. Well, so I, I think I mean I think that answers the question. Yeah. You can't. You know? t- oh yeah. You, you can't I, talk about I, it. I right can't. Now, but... I can't talk about it. But I think you guys can figure it out. Uh, this one came from Chocolate Egg Guy, who's a lot of times in Twitch, and, and this stays along with the Hogan thing, and not all the questions are obviously about the Hogan, but he said, if Hogan wanted to be friends again, one, would you? Yes, and yes. if the only way that he would be friends with you is if he got you into Scientology, would you? What? Like, if Hogan joined Scientology, would you be his friend, and would you join Scientology to be still be his friend? No. I would. If he wanted to be my friend, I would be his friend. But I wouldn't join Scientology in order to be his friend. 
No. I give him, hey, brother. <laughs> only way you could be my fucking friend is if you become a Scientologist. I'd be like, no. <clears throat> do you think he will? You do you think he will join the Scientology with N- his girlfriend? Or- no. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, uh, he's. In my opinion, man, he hates. He he does not do well alone. He's never been alone. You know, he went from Linda directly to his his uh, to uh, Jaybird, Jennifer, directly to this new one. He's never been, never for a minute been alone. He needs to try it. Being alone makes you makes you a stronger person. Yeah, there were times, you know, and I'm not trying to bring, turn this back around on you, but when you and your is, I'm not being disrespectful to Ashley if I speak of your former marriage. Am I? No, no, okay. I mean, and, and a, no. in a factual way, correct. <clears throat> but there were after you and her decided to, you know, divorce or not be together anymore. There was a time that you were not dating anybody, just being alone. Yeah, right. Yes, and it builds character. It does. It, it really, it really does. I'm a different person than I was then. Right. It make it makes you a stronger person. And so uh, there's been a few instances in my life where I have been in between relationships and I was alone. Now, I wasn't alone. I was still fucking like five or six chicks. Oh, no, seriously. Yeah, I, no, I, mean, I mean, I was fucking killing it. I just wasn't dating any of them. Be like, you know, I just have them come over to the house and fuck. Yeah, and then just kick them out. Well, not kick them out, them but they, they knew I had a very stringent, you know, like, I, I listen, I go to bed at, you know, seven. So did you have any sort of rotation? Yeah. Oh. So there were certain ones for certain days? Yeah, or, oh. yeah. <clears throat> like one, one girl worked at this financial place, and she, you know, had, like, Thursdays. She only had to work half days on Thursdays. So, of course, she'd be, like, a Thursday at 3 o'clock or and then, you know, there's just, there wasn't, it's just, just, you know, I don't want to get too fucking, you know. Too deep into it. But I mean, I, I had a roster of, I had a roster. What let's was your, what was your, that. what was your biggest roster? Uh, let's say, for, you know, like during a week where was it ever two times a day with two different women? Uh, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you have almost like up to seven where it was just almost a different, different I, one I've every done, day? I've done seven in one week. Oh, what what when was that? Was oh, it, I don't know. Was that back back in the day or serious or uh... no? That was like um, two thousand. That'd be like ninety eight rock when I first like <clears throat> right in like two thousand and one. Oh okay. Like two thousand and two thousand and one, and maybe a little bit of o two. Like hmm. those were my real strong years, and then I got hooked up with Heather. And, you know, I wasn't doing a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, when we were dating, I was still, you know, whatever. <clears throat> you got, you know, God, you're going to get me in fucking trouble. Well, this I, is going to be a problem. Because we could jump to this this question. This comes from Chris. And do people really want to know this yeah, shit? Yeah, Chris in Arizona wants to know, you talked about on the serious days, you hooking up. Uh, I guess you, you, you had a threesome at the Bubba Palooza in Vegas, Vegas or Arizona. He wasn't exactly sure. Did that actually happen? He actually never heard the story. It was wondering if that if that did happen, and if it was a couple or just a just a female. It was just a female, and it was in um, Vegas at the at the Vegas Bubba Palooza. Was it a fan? Um. Mm, y- n- no. Yes. No. Yes. 
a fan's a, a you know wife. Maybe? Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it good? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it got to be. It was so good that I wanted to do it again, and my significant other was like, mm, "You know, you seem like you're too much into that." Oh. Yeah. Was that the last time that you ever had something like that? No. No. Okay. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Happened many other times at Bubba Palooza's or outside of that. At Bubba Palooza's, and I think it only happened twice. Vegas. Vegas, no, three times. Vegas, Atlantic City, and Calgary. Oh, a little Canadian action. Yeah. Which one was the best? Vegas. Vegas. Mm -hmm. Now, she might have been, you know, in the business. No one is. I've this one actually has come up ten times, and they say that you always kind of skirt the question, and it, it goes along the lines of what we're talking about. They want to know what is the number of girls that you've hooked up with that you've had sex with. I don't know. I don't know. They say you got to have some kind of ballpark on it. I do have a ballpark. Four or five figures. What? What is it? Are you getting up there with Wilt? No, I don't think. What do you have, 10,000? I think he said it was almost to a 100,000. No, you can't fuck 100,000. That's what everyone women. always says, no. but I mean, I mean, what do you think? You can't fuck 100,000 people. My number isn't as high if you just talk about sex. Okay, well, how about oral, with oral yeah, sex? Yeah, if you throw oral on there, I was like at the power pig. I'd get head every night. Huh. That's when I could come through head. Oh. But I can't come through head anymore. But yeah, like, you know, I was like, what, I got here in 92, so what was I, what was I, 20, 30, how old was, let me see, uh, 1992 minus 19, I'm sorry, uh, 1966, yeah, I was 26 when I came to Tampa, and so literally every night, I would be getting head, and then, I and then after my club, because I had a club appearance every night, yeah. then I'd fuck, <clears throat> or try. Oh, shit. You couldn't. I, I don't care if you're a rock star. You're a. You're an athlete. You're an influencer. I don't think you can run. I don't think you can roll with with cell phones and the woke culture and the <clears throat> cancel culture and how a woman can just say you did something wrong to her and you really didn't. I don't think. I don't think you can run the way I used to run anymore. I don't think even like Justin media, Bieber no. can run like that. No, I mean, well, Will Chamberlain he he claims twenty thousand women, but okay. I mean, that's a, that's a big number. But um, would you say that you're somewhat close if you in, include oral sex in that? I mean, just from the Power Pig and beyond. Uh, well, I was at the Power Pig for four years. <clears throat> I was at the Power Pig for four years, and so I worked out of fifty-two weeks. I had six weeks vacation. That's forty-six. Forty-six times um, forty-six times five times five. That's that's, and I and I worked there for four years. That's forty six hundred. Yeah, and then plus all the. Uh, so if you add appearances, well, yeah, and then you know my the rest of my life. Oh. I mean, I don't know. You do the math. Forty. I got. I think I got probably forty six hundred oral. I got forty six head job. Forty six hundred head jobs at four thousand and two Gandhi. Now, was there ones that like were just were obviously better than? Yeah, others? there was just one girl named like Je- Jessica Basketballs. <clears throat> Heather, the vibrator lady. Oh, 
And they would come in and do multiple, like they would come in and, and blow my friends too. Oh, so just everyone that was not everybody, there? but like if I had some friends that were visiting from Indiana or something, I'd get them some head. Nice. Hell, there was one time I was at 98 Rock. A couple of my friends were out of town. And this was during during the air, like at 930. So the office is open. <clears throat> and I told Heather, the vibrator lady, hey, go down to my office and blow my friend. <laughs> After so she was on the show as being you know Heather the vibrator girl yep. and then I said hey take go down to go down to my office and and suck off my boy and she's like okay like, I don't know if, I don't think people can do I don't know if people could can or ever have been able to do that I don't think in the radio yeah. profession anymore true especially some fat ass like me some out of gas fat ass I just said I had the swag I don't know fuck you did have the swag mm-hmm. I remember growing up on that swag yeah um. This comes from HS Bubba Fan sixty nine. What was the best memory or story you have from doing shows from New York when you first got to Sirius? My 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 fondest memories of of New York and and working at Sirius XM with Howard was when we first started in 06, There was such a cool vibe. There was such a together conquering you know, the Wild West liberated vibe and Howard was into it. And, you know, Howard would call the show, our show. And Howard really liked, like Howard genuinely liked us. Like, yeah. and, and and that was so like not Howard's shtick. You know, Howard's whole thing is I am the originator. Everybody ripped me off. I'm the king of all media. Everybody else sucks. And and that was his gimmick. And that's any, any, and he made a hell of a lot of money doing it. Well, we were really, if you think about it, some of the very and when when the the second most important day part in radio is afternoon drive. Yeah, it goes morning drive then afternoon drive. And when Howard had his pick of anybody in the country to put in the second most important day part, he selected us and then promoted us on his show, had us on his show a lot, called into the show a lot, and 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 you know how. Agoraphobia. Uh, you know, he's he does. He, Howard does not like going out. I think that's been accelerated by you know by as he's getting a little bit older. But just think about this: he got a private plane and flew his entire crew down for my wedding. Yep. So, so, um, I uh, I I think I that just that whole era, that whole that whole first year where he had. It started out with his birthday party, and then it and then it went into the Howard Stern Film Festival, and then a year after, you know, January of '06 and January of '07 is when Heather and I got mar- married. He participated in that. It just probably '06 through '08. What kind of fucked us up is when we started doing two shows, and more importantly, I mean, listen, I I I'll take onus. And me and Heather's relationship not working. <laughs> but it didn't help that I was working so much that she, I gave her zero help on raising the kids. Like I was gone. You know, I left the house at five in the morning and I didn't get back till eight o'clock at night. And I went, usually, she usually had some food for me. And I would literally, like, we weren't hardly even fucking back then just because I didn't have any time. And then usually by Friday, do you remember when we would do mornings on Friday because Howard took Fridays off? Yep. So we would do mornings on Friday. So I'd be done by 10 a.m. on Friday, and I'd be on my plane by noon on Friday 
fly into a race out of town. My crew had already left on Thursday. And so I was such a not a good husband with three. Now, I was a great dad, you know, flew all over the country with my son racing and, and have. But look where that's fucking got me. Yeah. So I can see where she just, you know, felt like, what the fuck? I, I, I raised and she raised the kids, made sure they got, you know, fed and clothed and clean and t- to school and homework done and <clears throat> I was non-existent I I, I in hindsight looking uh, can can certainly understand how she would be mad about that well looking back at that and you, when you were doing the two shows uh would you change it now where you would have just stuck with Sirius or would you have just uh yeah. wanted to do Cox um uh, Probably serious, but, you know, Cox had so much fucking money they were throwing at me. I mean, Cox Cox was paying me, you know, they paid me a million for Tampa. Mm-hmm. They paid me 600000 for Orlando. They paid me 600000 for uh, Miami. They paid me um, 400000 for Richmond. Oh, Jacksonville. <clears throat> they paid me... Four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for Jacksonville. I mean, I was making like three and a half, four million from them. Then making a million from a million from uh, uh, Sirius, and then six hundred thousand in merchandise. You knew that, yeah. and then you know another million in Bubba Paloozas. And look at me, I'm broke as fuck. <laughs> I wish that I would, somebody would have taken me aside and said, save, save, like I do now. Like I can live literally, let me, I can live on less, you know, less rent. I can live on about $1,200 a month. I mean, I, I've been trying to save and save and save so that I know this sounds fucking uh, embarrassing, but you know, at 62, I'm going to start I'm going to start drawing my social security even though it's far less than if I stayed till 65 but I'm going to get that and then I'm just not going to take a salary on my company. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just use that money. <clears throat> yeah, just use my social security money to live. Well, what was your monthly expenses let's say in uh oh wait. When you're doing both shows, you're obviously getting paid a ton. Like what was your monthly expense? I mean, you just said how much like, you could live on now. Honest to god, uh, my monthly expenses would be like 40 grand. Oh, because Heather was, I mean, Heather had an Amex black card and was going out and buying $3,000 Louis Vuittons and, you know, just fucking killing me on that. You know, bought the Escalade right on the black card. Yeah, but it just whatever. Stupid. Went out and bought a $500,000 plane and put 150,000 into it because I had to have new upholstery and all that kind of bullshit. Somebody said, just, just, and Tom Bean was telling me, I'm telling you, this money is not going to last forever at the way you're rate. I'm like, Tom, let me tell you something. Unless I get throat cancer, <laughs> I'm always going to be able to make a few million bucks. Like, all right. <laughs> and I don't want anybody to. I don't want anybody to take any of this as bragging. I take it as fucking how pathetic I am, how stupid. And 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 like my sister, for instance, she's really coming into it right now. She's really doing well. Like, she's just, I am so fucking proud of her. But I preach to her because she's making, my sister is making a lot of money. Nice. I mean, a lot. I've, and I've sat down with her. I'm like, 
and she's like, we, I, me, and, me and Tarek are thinking about building a new house and like this $3 million home or something. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with your $500,000 home that you live in right now? It's just you and him. Yeah, it's nice. It's just you and him. You don't have any kids. She can't have kids. So it's just you and him and, and your kid. Like, <clears throat> go buy bars of silver or 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 go buy, you know. Uh, Some gold. Or anything. Or even, you know, like even blue chip stocks. You know, go go out and buy Amex and Bear. Um, you know, go. <clears throat> you know what somebody once told me to do? And this is actually fucking brilliant. Is Google Warren Buffett's. Warren Buffett's top 10 holdings. You can literally Google that. Warren Buffett's top 10 stock per, you know, holdings. Yeah. It's American Express. It's Apple. It's um, Bank of America. Chevron. Chevron. Coca-Cola. Yeah. You probably have a list of it right there. And just, you know what? Take 20 or 25% of your paycheck. Live skinny. Take 20, 25% of your paycheck and invest just right right in exactly what he's doing. What's he have? Like a I think he has like an overall like 15 to 18% return. Uh it says uh yep, yeah, 17% return. Thank you. So let me let's say that in my let's say in that, you know, that those years between um you know, you got to understand when I was at 98 rock, I was still making like 600,000. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I, I mean, I was, you know, I that we were talking about some of the big, big years, but when I was just rolling around local, I was still clocking 650, 700. So let's say that, you know, I'm able to, let's say a million, let's say that I can take $200,000 a year, Lummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and since starting in, I don't know. Start, starting in, let's say starting in, oh, let's just start it in 06. Okay. I had 06, 7, 8, 9, 10. I had six years. So that's $1.2 million that I would have saved at times 17%. That's per year. Right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I, it's, I mean, you're going to have to do the calculations. I, I don't know. If I invested, if I invested one point two million dollars into those top ten stocks, and by and have I'm all in. I'm by two thousand and eleven, I would be worth millions. Be about it was uh, comes out one point two about two hundred and four thousand a month. Yep. No, is that two hundred four thousand a year? No, two hundred four thousand a year because okay. I took your one point two all right. million. All right, so hold on here for this. So one point two million, right? Yep. Plus two hundred and four thousand, right? Yep. That's your that's year one, right? Yeah. So that's one point four, right? Yep. Times point what one seven? Point one seven. Point one seven equals two hundred and thirty eight thousand plus. Don't forget, we got the one four now, right? Yeah. All right. So year two, I'm at, at year two, I'm at one point six million. Okay. Multiplied by one seven plus is it my two point six? I said uh, two point six. Two point six million. Year three, I'm at 2.8 million. Year three, Jeez. so year four, hold on, I'm at three 3.2 million at year four times, and I had six years, right? Yeah, one seven plus what I just say I was 3.8, 3. 3. 3.4, 3.4. Yep. So year four, I'm four million dollars. 
year four, I'm four million dollars on a one point two million dollar Willie. Here's my year, f- so I'm four, so I'm four million dollars times one point one point six hundred and eighty plus four million. So year five, I'm four point six million, and then my final year. I'm uh, $5.4 million. Now, that's 12 years ago. Let's say that I never touched that. And it just kept going and going and going. And you just kept going. So you want to go here. We got this is a fucking podcast long form, Willie. Yep. Okay. So now let's go 12 more years at this. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. 5.3 times 1.7 equals that plus 5. 3 is 6.2. That's 1, right? 0.17 0.17 plus 6.3. That's year two times 0.17 plus 7.3. Year four, 8.5. So year four, that would have been 2015. I'm worth eight eight point five million dollars. That's year what? Three? Four? That's year three. Okay, you can see it. It, 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 yeah, would it be, just is going to keep it'd going. Be worth, it, I, I could be worth $20 million right now. I could very well have been, I could be worth $20 million, but pussy took me down. Pussy. Pussy took me down. You think that was, it was pretty much the pussy? Yeah. What's taking every great man down? Pussy. That's, again, what takes every great man down? Pussy. Pussy. And it's not even that really good. And it, it, you only come for like seven seconds. Like, you know, uh, 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 like you get like seven little, you know, pulse. You get like seven pulsations. You know, when you come, you're like, then you get sensitive. Let me, when, when, when Ashley, like, is, like, if she's riding you out and then you come and then, like, she, like, there's that awkward moment where you're still in her and she has to get off. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that very awkward moment. Like, you just wish you were in the shower. Yeah, but you're kind of waiting and. Yeah, you kind of, like, uh, and then sometimes you'll kind of fall out. Yep. And then it's just like, oh, 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 shit, you know? Like, now, are you the kind of guy that just likes to lay and frolic in it? No, no, no. We got to get to the shower. Yeah, that's me, too. Like, you don't understand. Sometimes, like, I'll be like, hey, why don't you go to the shower, and and, and I can kind of just lay here and watch my laser light show, and then when you're done with the shower, call me, because my shower's hooked onto my master bedroom. Just call me, and I'll just leave the water, just actually leave the water on. Yeah. And then I'll go in there, and, and, and I just... I don't take a whole shower. I just wash my balls and asshole. Oh yeah, you just you just rinse off real quick. I don't rinse. But what I like to do is like to get my cock. Yeah. I can get the water as hot as I can and get and I feel like I'm burning off like any bad amiibos or anything yeah, I have you on there. Get little sperms off of it. And then I take soap and I lather up my cock is like is like it's a suds party. And then I take it and I kind of stretch Armstrong it a little bit. Yeah. Just to really really get it into the glandulars. Yeah. That's how I do it. How do you do it? Uh, so- yeah, pretty much. Uh, our shower is obviously a little bit. We have a good size shower, so we both jump in there. We have two heads, and I take my head. She takes her head, and yeah, I lather it up. I get it all like in there. Uh, like I stretch my, you know, I check my dick out, you know, to get it in. Stretch Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong it up. Lather it up. You know, get underneath the balls, and she kind of does the same thing, you know, because I let it ride. 
I mean, obviously we're married. Yeah. I mean, yeah. now are you coming in her nowadays too? Yeah. Well, but she, you're gonna. She's have on you. birth control. Are you sure? Yeah. Mommy, she's I, got the she's got the I, thing. Can I tell you something? Yeah. No, for real. Can I tell you something? As a man, will yeah. you will you listen to me as a man? Of course. You don't need any more babies. Well, she doesn't want any more. No, either. please, please, please. No, please. I don't want any. She doesn't. I mean, it just. I mean, you got. Listen, first of all, I wouldn't be saying what one of the reasons why I'm I say this so quickly is that your kid. Like, I almost feel as if your second kid would be a letdown. He would. He would be 100% or she, a letdown. Or she. Yeah, she would be a definite letdown. Yeah, so like, you know, you get this little kid. She's a little bitch. She's fucking bratty, and she cries all the time. You know, right? And yeah, she, well, we and she's the perfect like a, kid. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. You got you got fucking little Walker being like, man, why why is she so, you know, yeah, little, why is this little bitch? Plus, plus you have the certain, you know, Walker saying, what the fuck? I used to be the man around here. Now I got this little bitch rolling up here taking some of my thunder. That's right. No, it's it's uh she's she's on the thing that's inside. She doesn't even get her. It's one that doesn't get your period anymore. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it's I mean it's it's definitely in there. But no, she doesn't want kids. I don't want any more kids. I yeah. Because I mean, we know that the second one's going to be a complete nightmare. Me. Absolutely fucking killing me. I'm sorry about that. Just unfucking believable. Has anything else come up on that? No. Other than I'm blocked, everything and it's just like. <laughs> This little, this kid, this kid has no idea of the damaging, like just the long-term damage that he's creating. Well, remember what you said earlier. What? What destroys every man? Pussy. Yeah. Yeah, and here I am. I shouldn't be sitting there Johnny Big Shot as if I haven't done it. The only thing is I never let pussy take me from, you know what? I take that back. I did have a falling out with my mom. And my sister over somebody I was... My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. 
Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Dating a couple different times, but it wasn't long term. And I quickly, you know, I, and, 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 and you know what? To this day, I profusely apologize to my mom and sister about that. I mean, and this has been, I don't know, 20 some years later. I'm like, I am so sorry. You know, one of which was missing her wedding. Oh, yeah, the one in Vegas. Yeah. Oh. So, okay, continue on. Oh, sorry. I, no problem. So my problem. You think your beard looks good? I, yeah, I think I, it looks I, actually I amazing. I, I think it looks pretty damn good. I, I think so, too. It actually Thanks. makes me look thinner. Yeah, it does. Besides the gob. Just hide the gob, which you did perfectly. I did. Um, this one comes from Nick out of New York. It's back onto the serious thing. Did you ever get into a real shoot-style argument with uh, anyone on the Howard Stern staff, a Baba Booey, a Tim Sabian, or a Richard, a Sal, anyone like that? I got, I got a shoot style interview. I, I had a, I did have a couple shooters. One was on um, a, a guy, Patrick Donnelly, who is their lead counsel, and then another one was Tim. Tim and I got in a few fucking, you know, uh, screaming matches, but no, not really. Um, no. Mm-mm. Everyone kind of got along with each other. Oh, yeah. Especially, I mean, we all, and we got along with Howard's guys great because they loved us, you know. But no, never, never. And even Dee Snyder and I didn't. Afterwards, we were cool. We started out kind of bowed up, but can I be honest with you? Yeah. I mean, I walked in there acting like I was all that. I, Dee Snyder might whip my fucking ass. He's a big guy. I'm just telling you, I act like I was all that, but in a bag of chips. But Dee might hand, I mean, Dee. D, I'm just telling you, man. I, I'm fucking sitting there trying to be Johnny Badass, but when we, when me and D were in there, I'm sizing that motherfucker up. And I told Hal, I go, "This is a big motherfucker." I mean, I know I, my only, my only chance would be get him to get him down on the ground where I could use some of my wrestling stuff. But he's a, he's a big spoon. That, that guy's big. And you know what? He's always been good by me. You need to get a hold of him. See if we could do a, if we could do an interview with him. Okay, uh, I'll, uh, I'll reach out to him. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Howard stuff too. Uh, John asked about Artie. He says, have you heard anything since you did his podcast? He's obviously gone in dark. Uh, is there any updates? Have you heard anything on Artie? And is there anything you want to say to Artie? I'd like to say, Artie, you have no idea how many people love you and worked with you and appreciate your talent. And you're so fucking talented. Nobody really knows. Here's Let me answer this in a couple different ways. One, no, I've not heard from him. Two... People that I know that usually have a way to get a hold of him have not heard. He's gone dark. Now, a lot of people are speculating that he fell off, you know, the wagon, that he, like, had a relapse, I think they call that. What he was doing his uh, podcast? Yeah, that he had a relapse um, of, of, of sobriety, and he might be, have violated probation. I don't know. There's just a lot of people speculating where Artie is, and is he okay? I don't know where he is. I don't know that he's okay, and I'm very concerned about him because nobody, from Shuley 
to Tim Sabian, to me, to a couple other, from to, to even, I'll even tell you this, to Ronnie. Oh. Now, I keep in touch with Ronnie. You got invited to his wedding. Uh, yeah. And Ronnie's like, dude, I've, you know, and him and Artie were pretty close. He's like, dude, I've not, I've not heard either. Nobody has heard anything. So that concerns me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I know for a fact he's not dead, but I think he's either, I, I think he, I think he could be locked up oh. because he relapsed and had, and then when, you know, he was on probation, you got to piss clean. He went to piss, <clears throat> piss dirty. And, the, and when you piss dirty and you're on probation and you've had, you know, as many opportunities as he's had. They they literally at the probationary office fucking lock. They put they get the fucking metal handcuffs out right there. The good news comes quickly. <clears throat> so, and I thought, man, the podcast that we did was brilliant. I thought it was awesome. I, I thought that I now I had heard a couple of his podcasts as I was preparing for his podcast, and I I thought he was pretty good. But I thought when he did mine, I kind of shot some life back into him just because I tend to take over interviews. Yeah. And rather than just let him, I kind of just made it about us. You know how I am. Even when I have Howard on, I kind of take the lead a little bit. Well, the thing, too, with with because I listen to all those podcasts. Uh, I'm a bit, I, I like Artie a lot. And it I always seemed that. like he was really like trying to get things out of the people. And they were kind of just waiting for that interview style where I don't think Artie is a strong interviewer. Whereas With I you. interviewed Artie. Exactly. And he and you guys were reminiscing about old stories, yeah. old times. He was putting them in a good spot. Uh, like he, he seemed, like you said, like he was really excited to do the podcast. And, like, and, I, and I don't think that, like, see, the biggest misconception about podcasting is podcasting is a slow, long churn and burn. So, you know, you get five, six, seven million downloads then you start getting some attraction. You start making some money, but it's not a lot of money. You got to really, really sh- grind out some good numbers for a year or so before you start making some decent money on the deal. And, and you know, you have to have at least 5 million downloads, uh, you know, three, 400,000 downloads a month, preferably a million to, to really be able to kill it in podcasting. You know, even uh, even our podcast, which does well, you know, we're not killing it, mm-hmm. but we're but we're establishing, uh, you know, a good uh, uh, additional venue or a, a, another monetary stream or source. Now, is there anyone that you've heard recently that, you know, like how Howard and you and you had, you know, like the Lex and Terry's. There's always those guys out there. Is there anyone new that you've heard in the podcast world that's kind of caught your ear? Almost like a Joe Rogan or an Adam Carolla that you, you think have, ta- you know, it's like talented that could take, you know, once you possibly retire uh, that you can see like maybe having a good long 20, 30 year career. Um, or do you think it's just now everybody has a podcast and there's just no one that sticks out? I think that the podcasting world's so fucking oversaturated that you have just any fucking buddy that's everybody's got a podcast. the The space is cluttered, and there's nobody that really, you know. I see these these guys who have these huge podcast numbers and the guests that they get and the people, and I'm like, man, I wish I had an opportunity to interview that person, or I wish I had, you know, Sterling Sharp, or I wish I had, you know, John Elway, or I wish I had. Peyton Manning or, you know, like some of the guests that Pat McAfee gets, I, yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm, 
I like Pat McAfee, but he's not the best, you know, structurally radio guy. If that makes sense. No, it does. I, I mean, obviously, I, I watch him. I, I, you know, I'm a fan of his sports <clears throat> show. But unlike you, like you're saying, it's kind of just he doesn't he doesn't interview well. No, he doesn't and get it, things out of him. No, well, I mean, it's I, I don't know. I, I I just I don't think there's a lot of good radio people because radio has changed now. Radio is no longer, you know, and podcasting in itself, you know, this is very antiquated in the fact that we should be making this a vlog. But we try to make this so exclusive because we have tons of stuff that we do video-wise. Yeah. So we make this, you know, even more exclusive since it's not a, a video. It's just a straight download. But this space, this this vlog, YouTube, uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, podcasting, Patreon, uh, uh, Twitch, <clears throat> that whole fucking world is so crowded with, you know, uh, some bitch has got a keyboard and a fucking hot tub and she, you know, she's going to think that she's going to make, it's just, it's really, it's, it's really, um, waters down people that really have the ability to, to, to communicate, whether it be video or just audio. The talented are kind of getting pushed away. Yeah. The talented, some, in some instances don't even get an opportunity to, uh, have a very big platform because, these kids and all these and all this bullshit is I don't know. It's just a real fucked up time right now. So I'm guessing you wouldn't recommend anyone to probably try to get into the radio business at this point. Oh fuck no. You know, like these like these current radio guys who've not who don't own their own content, don't have their own studios, and have not uh you know, they got like thirty four hundred subscribers on YouTube and they got like, you know, 62,000 fucking bots on Facebook and they're not monetizing either hmm. and they're not they're not uh putting any attention to digital and, and they just think that their little terrestrial radio job that they do in their singular market is going to keep being you know it's not it's not 2010 anymore you know what i'm saying it's not yeah. even it's not even 2020 like things have drastically changed the 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 car industry at the at the at the at this year's CES uh convention which is like the big automotive convention they have in Vegas they're saying now that radio AM and FM radio might be an up an an option that you have to pay for in order for them to put it in your car oh. because most people don't want AM and FM radio. Most people want Bluetooth connectivity to pipe in their phone and whatever they're watching, listening to, or doing on their phone. Oh, 100%. They, I mean, that's they, that's what they... The dashboard is no longer the place for the radio. The dashboard is now your connectivity spot to connect whatever device you'd like to pipe through your system. That's exactly what I do. I, I don't. I don't turn on the radio. That's exactly I, what everybody does. Yeah. I can't even. I, I. I. I don't even listen to regular radio. I'm friends with Drew, but I'm never in my car or truck when he's on the air, so I don't hear anybody. Yeah. You. I mean, who do you listen to on your way in? Do you listen to? Oh, in the morning, I usually listen to uh, for, like uh, I listen to Dan Bongino or Ben Shapiro on the way. Like no, either no, home no, or no. In. See, those are two guys that I have a lot of respect for. But th they're not two up and coming guys. Those are two guys that are already fucking killing it. So when you asked me earlier, yeah, you know, are there? Oh, I love both of those guys. I, I, I 
Ben Shapiro is at the very top of my list. Of course, I'm still a huge Jim Rome fan. Oh, yeah, of course. And Dan Bonagino, he's killing it. Um, there's a guy out of San Antonio. Um, I forget what it, Jerry Wags or something. I don't know what his fucking name is. He's pretty good, but he's a little conservative for me. So I would say the two guys that I really like, and again, this isn't, you asked me if there are two new kids that are coming up that I, n- no. Okay. But yeah. there are a couple people that are, that are doing it now and killing it. And, t- and, 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 and they are in, in this order, uh, Dan, uh, Ben Shapiro and, and Dan Bonagino, both I fucking love. Well, yeah. and, and Shannon Burke, you know, Shannon Burke's out there. That's about the only, that's about the, oh, Andrew, those are about the only four radio people that I can fucking tolerate. Yeah, because I, like, I mean, Howard, but Howard's in a whole other, whole different, he's on, you know, he's on satellite. Because like, even like a, like a Steve-O, Steve-O has a podcast, but he has a lot of famous guests. So like, they always try to, on my podcast, I always try to push, you know, that kind of, and, and he, you know, he, he doesn't, you can tell he doesn't know how to interview. He kind of lets them talk, and then he'll maybe pipe in here or there, and it's it's not really informative. Where these guys don't have a crutch, where they have to have a guest, you know, or call-ins or things like that. So, like you, you could sit there, you could sit here and literally probably talk for hours upon hours, and not have anyone around you. Right. I and, guess I mean, if I have a topic and yeah, you know, I don't need. But uh, a lot of these guys are still crutchy. You know, some of them are very crutchy. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited where we're headed. I'm very excited where we're heading. Headed. I'm a little bit concerned. We had our best year ever last year. I'm concerned I, that we can keep up with last year. You know, I'm I'm always trying to push. You know, you you and the guys making videos. Yeah. I think that's going to be the difference. If we stop doing that, we could. I wouldn't say be doomed, but we could be flat. If we keep doing those, like we just started, not to like we didn't really start those until later in the year, right? Yeah, around the time, a little after when Rhett came back. Yeah, so it was probably October, September, October. So, yeah, well, it, we, so if we can pick back up and we can keep doing that, I think that we will continue to go upward. And and yeah, and and uh, Rhett and I were talking about that before I got on, and and we have a couple different things. And, that and we're Gary the on. Cantrell man, yeah, like he just does such a great job. Like I was watching the Hogan. Uh, claims that uh, um, Andre 700 was seven hundred pounds. Yeah, and how he went and found all that footage of, of even Andre sitting uh, at the airport in Detroit, and how he went and found all the footage of the match. God, Gary the Cantrell, fucking love that guy. Can you tell him personally? I love him. Well, do yeah, he's good because he he really he was really into wrestling, and obviously our show. So he he totally that wrestling shit. It. We can take to the fucking bank. We got so much. I don't yeah. think that we've scratched five percent of it, have we? Uh, no, no. There's, there's a lot. There's, there's even something from the uncensored show, like two or three clips that we just posted. That yeah, we like could definitely you guys do. haven't even started dig. You guys haven't even dug into the to the PM system. No, you guys are just picking up, you know, AM scraps. The PM shit. There's a lot of stuff over there. Oh, 100%. And it's just, you know, getting that. And we're scratching at it. We're building the the forum where people know that they want to come and listen to it. And then they, they pick up on our old stuff. I, I don't know how many times you see people going, oh, man, Bubba. And then they find out where we're at. Yeah, like, you know, listening. on Facebook or something. I'm like, I didn't I never knew. I never knew where you're at. Exactly. I mean, like, like, like some of this shit right here. Hold on. I mean, like, hello. Hey, what's up, Bubba? What can I do for you? Hey, uh, I work at a local strip club, and my car garage is only a one-car garage. Okay, no, wait a second. You work at a local strip club. Yes, I do. Yeah, we probably couldn't. We probably couldn't put that on there. How about Big Show? 
The big show. Yeah, the big oh, show. That was about nine minutes. Phone. Are you in Tampa, Paul? Yeah, I'm home, Bubba. How you doing? It's a scary-ass voice. Boy, you know, you even sound like a giant on the phone, Paul. Oh, uh, come on. As many times we talked on the phone, you're not used to my voice yet. This is scary. This is. I think he talked about when he uh, he buried you. Dick Buckus? Yeah. Does Dick Buckus know what he's really got himself into with you? You haven't gotten that one yet, don't have you? No, not Dick Buckus, no. Some of those two were trying to time, unfortunately, when they might be passing away. Oh. Like that Paul Mooney one. Yeah. Did that one do good? It's still doing good. What's your prior one? I don't think this guy has a penis problem, but he's calling the show in. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Protection, brother. I need protection. <laughs> <laughs> We've never had Hollywood Hulk Hogan protect. You're protected. Go ahead. Am I protected, brother? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't done this one yet, have you? No. Listen. What's up, brother? Listen. Mizark or Mizark, I got a quiz question for you. Go ahead. Sunday. Nobody knows who I am, right? Right, yeah. Nobody. Sunday, I was standing in the ring in, in uh, Toronto, Canada, in the Sky Dome. No, no. 70,000 people screaming my name, Dr. Mizark. You know what happened? No, what happened? 70,000 people screaming my name. That thing went straight up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Harder than a hobby horse is Dizek. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going on day five, right? Now. <laughs> because Monday, I, I mean, we we can make get a video. Hogan gets a boner, right? Oh yeah, we 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 just started scratching, which is going to be we're going to be hitting a pretty is the uh, Macho Man. We haven't even scratched Macho Man. Oh, all you mean all the Macho Man? Oh, yeah, all the Macho Man. Him talking about Macho Man and not you know all the stuff he did with Macho Man. Randy Couture. Uh, Randy the Natural Couture is in the uh, studio for a little bit and his lovely wife, Kim. Hi, Randy. How are you, bud? I'm good. How are you? Oh, wait, what's up, Randy? Oh, look at this. Uh, Ty J on the phone from Chicago. Oh. When he played for the like the Chicago Drive or whatever. Oh, yeah, for Remember the XFL, that? yeah. Uh, Ty J Armstrong uh, live from Chicago, XFL, uh, tight end extraordinaire, I should say. Hello. Yes, Ty J. You're live on the radio. What's up, Ty? Ned, up, Ned say hi to your friend. What's up, Ty J? Hey, Ned. What's going on, dog? Hey, no when are you going to stop being an Uncle Tom sellout bitch and, twi- <laughs> uh, st- and quit hanging from uh, Warren's and Izzut's and actually step up and say that what he did to me was wrong? You know what? I have nothing to do with that. And I'm not a Warren's and Nizzuts. Oh, yes, you are. You're so far on his. You're so far up his Nizzuts, it's pathetic. Yeah, we were down since day one, and you just fell off the bandwagon. Watch, watch your language now. That's the only ball you can catch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We were stiff, were we not? Sure were. Oh. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Ned said it, not me. I didn't hear what he said. Uh, so that's the only ball you can catch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know what? I gotta go drop off the kids. What was that? Is that a zipper? <laughs> now supposedly retard Tommy's ten. Oh yeah. I guess we could probably say that over here. Yeah, over here, not yeah. I mean by this retard Hold on, retard Tommy. Okay. Actually, you know, we <laughs> can actually get retard Tommy. Yeah, I don't to know. Help. I don't know if we keep that. That's a lot of R words. Yeah. I do have one more question. What's though, the kinkiest yeah. thing you guys have ever yeah. done before? I've done some real kinky stuff before when it comes uh-huh. to that. I was dating a girl named Rebecca Hamlink, and she lives in the Keys now. And I try to get a, remember that a couple years ago. I tried to get a hold of her, and then she emailed Dan back, <laughs> and then got me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, M- Manson, do you remember that <clears throat> stalker? Oh. What other question you have? Oh, so this I tried one to get is... this girl pregnant. I think. Yeah, that was the one that you tried, and then then you cry or something. Tried and cried. Yeah, tried and cried. Tried and cried. This one actually was, I, I, this has gotten 15 emails. This is actually one of the more popular ones. Monday night in Jan- January 4th, uh, TNA, the whole universal fuck up where all these fans showed up 
They weren't allowed to get into the arena. Oh, yeah. They made them watch it at the Hard Rock. I, I guess a bunch of wrestlers have talked shit about it, talked shit about you. Let me, what, they want to know what actually happened. Well, here's what happened. So TNA comes to me, and they're like, listen, we want to do a promotion and use, you know, use Bubba, who's heard all over Florida, to get out, you know, people in Orlando, Jacksonville, Miami, Tampa, Fort Myers, you know, Fort Walton Beach, and all the places that he's heard to converge on our opening night. With the, we were going to go against Monday Night Raw. That's what Hogan was going to go. He, his, you know, they're going to go against Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So and they wanted just the fucking place jam packed. So they they g- gave me like forty tickets, and with these forty to give on the air, you know, because when you're giving tickets away on the air, then you're naturally promoting the event, right? You know. Yeah. So forty tickets, but they were going to be like a VIP experience where you sat in this one little section. And I came out before the TV taping and, and, you know, said hi to you and gave you a bunch of TNA swag. And then Hogan was going to do a meet and greet with these guys and then AJ Styles and all that. Okay, get to meet some of the TNA guys. Yeah. So I, I give these tickets out um, and have them all at will call. You know, uh, you know, they're at will call. Everybody gets their tickets. So logistically... The list was fine. Everybody got their tickets. Well, they go to get in. There's this big, long line to get into the building, and, and the ushers or the people that were taking the tickets say, uh, we've been told last minute that the Bubba tickets are no longer valid and that you have to go watch it from the Hard Rock the hard the hard rock um the hard rock live venue is right by where our sound stage is where we taped TNA. So they took all 40 of my guests, plus one, so this is 80 people, and put them in the Hard Rock Live, in the Hard Rock building uh, with this big TV, and they got to watch it from there. And then they paraded a couple of these wrestlers over there on stage to say, hey, you know, thanks for coming out. Sorry. Well, AJ Styles went there and said, yep. The fuck up is all Bubba's fault. The reason why you guys didn't get a chance to go in is because Bubba fucked it all up. He promised something that he wasn't supposed, you know, he promised you something that he wasn't authorized to do, which was bullshit. And he wanted to kick you in the balls when because he saw they, you. The boys didn't like me because that I was, was shoot. Because that, was shoot. that was a shoot. So he, he says the boys. And so then he told AJ, AJ Styles told everybody on stage, if I saw that fat motherfucker, I'd kick him in the balls. You know, no good motherfucker. Yeah. Well, it's getting back to me. I'm backstage doing interviews and shit, and it's getting back to me. I got my friends texting me saying, you wouldn't fucking believe what's going on over here. I'm like, well, first of all, why aren't you? Now, now the show has started, so I can't go into the crowd. Yeah. So I'm like, you're not, are you trying to tell me? Like, I'm getting texts from, I think maybe the Nashes win, or I'm getting texts from my friends that are like, hey, they they didn't even let us. We're not even in the building. We're at the Hard Rock, which is the other building over, and they're sending in these wrestlers to tell us, you know, sorry about the mess up. And then AJ Styles just came here, which at the time AJ Styles was the most. He was the most over. Oh, he was, yeah. And the and AJ Styles just cut a promo on you, buried you, and got everybody here fucking mad as shit at you. I'm like, what? So I went to fucking Hogan. I said, Hogan, what the fuck? And Hogan's like. So we went to Dixie, 
at Dixie Carter, and Dixie's like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, you know, all this kind of bullshit. And at the end of the day, they really didn't rectify it. They didn't make it right. They didn't cover my ass. They didn't tell AJ to fucking pipe down. I just got fucked. I got straight fucked on the deal. So We could probably find, if you looked hard enough, you could probably find that on the PM system or the AM system. Bubba talks about tickets, you know, the TNA ticket mess up. If you keep looking, if you look, you could find that. That would be a great, because what have other, as other wrestlers gone out and said shit? What have they said? Uh, yeah, no, pretty much that it's all on you, that you overpromised to your fans and didn't get a clarification from, you know, TNA. And then you're trying, that's why they're asking now what, what it was, because they're saying that you, you spun it to be in like a TNA fault, but realistically you were just covering your ass and it really was all you. Like, you tried to, like, pound your chest and say, you know, like, I bring all these people in, and now you're trying to blame TNA. Well, I did. I and mean, Christopher Daniels uh, was another one. Um, and he said a few other wrestlers. I'd, I'd love to find out. You know, I'd love to find out. You know what? I might even go and do a global check on my email and find, because I, I know there was an email email exchange uh, about it with my with Tom Bean and and... and you know, like they were like so sorry and all this kind of bullshit. Yeah, but, but see, like that, yeah. But to the fans, which is in this question, and that's why I think a lot of these people, because they really don't know what the truth was. They didn't know if you were covering your ass and and baby facing it for TNA. If you were going to be taking the heat, then you blame TNA. So then they didn't know if it was a work, and this was like the hatred for you in the backstage with the boys, or if they liked you, because it seemed like you always got along with a lot of the wrestlers from Nash and. All those, you know, all the guys in the back, or did they all just really not like you? They didn't like me. Just Hogan? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're, I'm looking at it on Bubba. I, 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 okay, so I, I, I just found my termination letter from Dixie Carter. Oh. <laughs> but, I, but I might be able to find, I, I'm looking right now, um, I'm trying to find the the part where they fucked me over. You know what I'm saying? Well, they pretty much said, good luck on the whole fucking impact thing. Yeah. Hold on here. I'm trying to find. Because I, uh, I have that little flyer, too. Someone sent it to me. Oh, you do? Yeah. I got to send it to your phone. They took a picture and said, I tell Bubba I was there. Lawrence, letter to Universal between the hours approximately. Oh, yeah, that's 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 uh, when she beat me up. Oh, uh, Kong? Yeah, when yeah. Kong beat me up. Dick. Hogan at Margaritaville. Hold on here. Google Alerts. Google at least South. Karen Angle. Oh, Lee South, Karen Angle, blah blah blah. So yeah, I could I could probably find. You know, I could probably find. Which there's reports that Jeff Jarrett was talking about the time at TNA between Kurt Angle and Karen Angle. I try to find the clip where he brought you up. Uh. And how everyone knew the the real angle between Kurt and his ex wife. They weren't living together, but they tried to blame Jeff Jarrett. And then when you came over to TNA and Dixie, 
how you guys all tried to play up the angle with, uh, you know, Kurt and Karen and how Jeff stole her. Did you did you know that angle? What do you mean? Well, supposedly, because I guess for the longest time, it was always that Jeff Jarrett stole. They were still married. Kurt, Kurt Angle and Karen Angle were married. And that Jeff, uh, the Karen was cheating on Kurt with Jeff. And then you guys tried to play it up at TNA. And uh, pretty much that wasn't true. And everyone knew the truth. And he, he came out and said how much. Uh, he hated that angle, but you guys kept trying to push it over there. I mean, he did name you in it when Hogan came over and Bubba the Love Sponge, and you guys kept pushing the angle on how he stole Kurt's wife because you and Jeff didn't get along, correct? No, we got along. Oh, because he makes it seem like you guys kind of were trying to pile on Jeff. Oh, I'm, I've just been trying to find out, find this... Um... Where, where that where we got you got swerved? Oh, okay, hold on here. Nothing but track time. In fact, I just heard, dear Dick, I just spoke to Nick on the phone and recommended that I write you about my disappointment with the Hogan at Margarita event. I'm a 34 year old moving to Orlando. I invite all of his listeners to come out and hang with him in Hogan at Margaritaville on Sunday the third. So yesterday I decided to drive down. Blah blah blah. Hogan refused and told the guy that they're not for pictures, but insisted that he was there for Bubba. I had expectations. What a joke. Went to picture of childhood, blah, blah, blah. Was Hogan a, was Hogan, was Hogan a, a good guy to the fans, or was he just... Yeah, no, he was always very approachable. He was always very approachable. Like, I don't know what this guy's fucking problem is, because Hogan was always, you know, very approachable and very, very... You know, he, it, the only time he would say no... Is if he was literally eating with his family, and then he would literally say, um, "You know, listen, just give me a few, give me a few minutes after I get done, and then I can meet you, you know, outside." Yeah. Because I think there's still a lot of people that, from from the emails, looking like they, they're still they're still very bitter about that. And I know there's a lot of things that have come up and. Have haven't been true, and you haven't been able to talk about that. I feel like a lot of old school fans still hold against you, and and, and don't understand that it, it might not have been your fault, and you were covering for people. Oh yeah, there's there's um this. Lummy, you might want to check like January fourth, fifth, sixth ish, when this whole fuck job went down. About the, I waited weeks for the TNA to go live. We took the day off from work, drove to Orlando, paid $14 to park, stood in cold for hours, only to get told that our tickets were not as good as the people that got the passes off the TNA site. We were rewarded for all of our effort, and they will watch, could watch it on a big screen TV. Well, guess what? We all should have just stayed home. Badly done, Bubba. Lots of fans. Oh, yeah. I took all the fucking heat here. Yeah, that's what I think. A lot of people didn't know if it was a work or if it was a shoot, as they would say. Yeah. So this it looks to be about like January, like, like. Fourth, early, fourth was the event. Yeah. So I may have talked about it on the fifth. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll 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 check on that. Let me see here. Fifth. I was I was checking there. Yeah, I'm just looking for. Because. That's a straight burial on you. From from who? The fans. Still? Well, I think they've kind of gotten over it by listening to it, but they still want to know what happened because they feel like they never got a clarification on who really was the fuck job. And since obviously wrestlers and, and different things like that came out, that it was it was always on you. And it was it, supposedly, I guess that one wrestler, Christopher or whatever, said, well, you know Bubba. Bubba just, you know, he does what Bubba wants to do. He'll fuck you over in the long run. Is that what he said? Yeah. Why Why would I promise 40 people to go to an event? Why would I, why would I promise 40 people to go to an event only to fuck them? Like, that is about as bad a PR as you can get. Right? Like, why? Have, and, and let me ask you this. Have I ever done anything like that in the history of, have I ever done anything like that, you know, before? No. So... You know, why would I, why would I do that? You know, why would I do that? You know, people are they, just like with the hog deal, the hog deal and everything else. They, they, they hear one, one way and then they just get it stuck in their head and they don't want to hear any other sides on it. And I, and I think this is how it is. And and I think that, you know, better than anyone about the, uh, there you go. Karen angle, Karen angle. Oh, yeah. Wrestling marks believe a lot of things. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to. You know, I, I mean, I'm gonna look it, for those. Too. If you could look for those tapes, it it'll completely explain what happened. And people got so fucking, people got so mad at me. Oh yeah, and they're st- and they're still mad at me. Yeah, they are. That, that was a, that was a lot of emails about those questions. Ask Bubba what happened at TNA. Ask Bubba about January fourth, the screw job. I mean, there's a, there's a guy in Twitch that has a Bubba's worthless TNA ticket. His nickname. Yeah. Your name your name can be cleared. Thank you for calling the This is Jerry. Can I help you, please? Now, did we make this the Robbie Knievel call? Yes, we did. From 1028, please. Or no, I don't think you guys went back that far, did you? With Cowhead? Is this one with Cowhead calling up? I think that was the second one we were releasing. Robert Knievel. We did the first one. So it's the second one we're releasing. He's been dead a week, you dumb fuck. Well, no, I was saying we were supposed to. Hello? Hello? Yep. Who am I speaking with? So you guys didn't put any of this in, did you? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I have to listen to the Where whole thing. Oh, it's the PM system, and it's cart number 004320-001. Like, this was the call. I don't think this is what you guys ended up using for the evil Knievel, the Robbie Knievel video, did you? This is the one with those two chicks in the bed? Uh, I don't know. It's none of your business. I said, who am I speaking with? Why are you calling me? It's Rob. If I... This is Evil Knievel, and if I ever see you, you mother I'll rip your head off. Hey, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the best or what? <laughs> I thought my dad was still on that morphine he's on after he got that. See, I don't think you, that, I don't, is that what the one you used? I don't I, think you guys used this uh, one. I, I don't, I, I'm not sure on the YouTube. I'd have to listen to the the whole thing. Because I, I know I checked the PM system and the AM system for Robbie Knievel. Well, we'll just go. I mean, we're long-form Willie here. Yeah. We'll just go and see what the fuckers you guys did. And if you didn't, you law, you fucked up. 
I mean, we can we can do a little redirection here. Okay? I mean, this is not a big deal. Of course. You see, where's the Robbie Knievel shit at? Right here. And we'll see if this indeed is. And, and I could be wrong. I can tell you right now, it's not going to be it because seven minutes. It's seven minutes. Yeah. Hold on here. But we got a little special guest. Oh, oh spice not. <laughs> Robbie Knievel. <laughs> now <how, is>, <laughs> he's outside of Jacksonville, man. He's. Uh... Who am I speaking with? See you, you mother. If I ever. So we played. That was the last thing we played at. My, and I'm just listening to Brett. I got on stage with him twice. Went something in Jacksonville, like a rack where a guy was just doing a deal. And I was listening to Brett because. Of, yeah, I mean that that one there that you just played that were that's on YouTube yeah. isn't nearly as funny as this one. No. We, were, we were hoping like hell you would at least listen to it and get a laugh out of it. <laughs> it we, you know, <laughs> hold on, we got another, we got another line. <laughs> I never heard that before. Wait till you hear this one. Ready? This is how evil ends the conversation when we called them that one time. You ready? Okay. Stop calling me on the phone, you mother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should hear his latest one. Which is latest? Where are you guys at? We're in Clearwater. Here, record this one. Go ahead. I'll slap you so freaking hard, they'll pull you over for speeding in San Francisco. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that sounds like. That's stupid. <laughs> you wouldn't believe when, when people... when people. So anyway, Lummy, you guys have not... You guys need to go to the PM system. Uh, no, I've you had, guys, we, no, you guys don't go to the PM system. I, I, go to, I go to the PM system. No, you don't. Yeah, that's where I'm you getting did, a lot of my Macho Man stuff. Okay, well... Make the PM system your bitch. I, I'm making it the bitch, uh, and, and and also on bar too. Like a lot of the smaller segments are getting on there, and we'll definitely. I'm exhausted. Had a long and my day. fingers are are um black from your beard dye. But it looks really good, Bubba. Appreciate you all listening to this, downloading it. Be a daily downloader. Let's get my podcast numbers up. Let me don't forget about the fucking PM system. Maybe on the PM system that TNA shit's on there. Uh, yeah, Start uh, snooping around a little bit. Uh, Do something around I here. I was just checking the AM and I'm going to check the PM right when we're done. We'll see you guys tomorrow.